Chapter thirty one of From Mud to Mufti by Bruce Barron's Father. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter thirty one Rome, Return to London, The Better Ole, A Request from America. What a charming spot Rome is! Here one was clean out of the war. Hotels, cafes, theatres, bright sunny days with people all amusing themselves. I had only two days in Rome, but I got busy at that time. I bribed a motor merchant to take me everywhere worth seeing. I took his car for a morning and went off to the Appian Way. Saw the baths of Caracalla in the Colosseum. I should have liked a week in Rome to let all these wonders soak in. A good look round St. Peter's and the Vatican completed my sightseeing. I stayed at the Grand Hotel near the station and found it to be the usual sort of pomp, glitter, and marble business, which apparently is inseparable from grandeur in all countries. At this date, besides my pictures, which had been appearing regularly every week, I had completed another effort with which most people are now familiar, namely the play The Better Ole. It had been finished just prior to my departure for Italy, and the theatre management had been getting on with the production. I picked up papers in Rome which announced its forthcoming appearance in London. Being particularly anxious to be back in time to look over the final rehearsals and details, I was not sorry that the Italian tour had ended at such an opportune moment. I was not going to stay long in Rome, but hurry along back, so that whilst getting on with my finished sketches, I could also now and again go to superintend rehearsals at the theatre. After the usual journey, Rome, Paris, London, I settled down to work hard on all the subject matter I had called in Italy. Each day and all day I have worked for months on end at the real hard labor which drawing cartoons entails. I started on my Italian drawings and found time in the evenings to go to rehearsals of that show, The Better Ole. Now that it is an accomplished fact, I want you to exonerate me from any idea of ego or advertisement whilst I tell you the result of this show. It played in London for over a year, twice daily. Five touring companies toured and are touring as I write and have played in the same towns over and over again. It is an equal success in America, Canada, and Australia, whilst among its minor activities it has toured India. Yet on the night before the first production I would willingly have accepted a small fee to have the whole show cancelled. I felt that I could place little or no reliance on others sufficiently understanding to interpret the real meaning of Old Bill, Bert, and Alf for they are the embodiment of my idea of a great and curious phenomenon, the psychological temperament of the British race. Added to which there was the peculiar atmosphere and romance which this unique war has possessed. However, the play started and has had the results above mentioned much to the surprise of the management and sundry other individuals whose ideas, of necessity, largely rotate round girls, tights, and rag music. The better ole having been fairly launched on its run, I worked all day and every day on my drawings for the war office, which subsequently went to papers all over the world. Now came another big and interesting move for me. I was suddenly informed that the American propaganda department had applied to know whether it was possible for me to go to visit and live with the American army in the field, there to find and create similar characters to Bill, Bert, and Alf. So said the cable. This was great news. I had been with the British, French, and Italian armies, and now was to go to the last joined army of all, the American. 
America was just beginning to send her first troops to France, and I was to be with them on their initial appearance. I received my orders and instructions, and forthwith set off to join the ever-rising tide of the American army, and to see life way out in Alsace-Lorraine. I little thought that this was to be my last front in the war. But after the long session I spent out round this area, I left it to hear of the armistice before my return again to France. I left for the American front full of enthusiasm, vigor, and curiosity. End of chapter 31. Recording by Philip Gould.